Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name's Tom Bump, and I'm your host, and welcome, my friends, to 2022, our very first episode of the brand new year. How you doing? Seriously, how are you? My friends, I'd love to know. Uh, if you're in our Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, I would love to know uh, in the post where we launched this episode, tell me, how you doing? Um, I'll tell you, I'm optimistic for the new year. I'm excited, cautiously optimistic and cautiously excited for the new year. I know it's been a long two years of the pandemic and a lot of us are still struggling, but I want to focus on some new things. I want to change our mindsets. And so I want to take the podcast into some new directions in this coming year. And we've got some exciting things we're going to share with you that we're launching in 2022 in our Facebook group. And we've got something brand new, a new Facebook group that's launching as well as that's still under the Kid Ministry Collective family. So let's dive in. What's a new, it's a new year. It's a new thing. Everybody likes to refocus on the new year. And uh, so I thought I would take this episode and ask you, what will you see God do in 22? Take a moment and grab a piece of paper and ask yourself, what will I see God do in 2022? What am I believing God for? What am I praying for? What am I hoping for? You know, I was looking through scripture and in Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19, it says these things, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. What a powerful little bit of scripture that Isaiah shares with the people of Israel to encourage their hearts and to realize that God had not abandoned them in their time of need, in a season of difficulty and challenge. And yet God was giving his mercy, even in spite of Israel's unfaithfulness. You know, we as the body of Christ have not always been the best that we could be. We've let a lot of things divide us. And that has to change. And one of the things that I want to see God do in 22 is bring the body of Christ back together. And I want the KMC to be a part of that. I want to encourage you to keep coming together in the group and contributing to the group. If you're not part of our group, come join. We would love to have you in that group. We would love to get to know you and your ministry. And I'm excited to share, again, some things that are going to be happening. But let me, let me help you refocus your mind and get yourself thinking about this. What will we see God do in 22? Because in this scripture, immediately Isaiah is saying, hey, I want you to forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Don't let the past ruminate in your mind and in your heart. 
Some of us allow fear and hurt and loss creep into our minds consistently to the point that we dwell on them. We allow them to stay. (laughs) Those former things become current things. And I think one of the things, if you want new in 22, you've got to refocus. You need to forget the former things. You need to forgive the former things. You need to let go. So what is it that you need to forget? What is it that you need to stop? There are some things that we think about and, 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 we, and it comes out in our attitudes and in our actions that we should refocus and say, I will not allow this. So what you need to do, and one of the habits that I've been starting and I'm going to continue in 22 is I'm writing down scriptures on three by five cards, little index cards. I'm going old school. I'm writing out scripture and I'm carrying them with me, keeping them in my backpack, keeping them near my Bible, putting them on different places. And where I struggle with self-doubt or where I struggle with fear or worry, I want God's truth to dig in and replace and refocus my mind. I want to forget the former things and not dwell on the past. We've all lost many things. We've all had many things change. But it's time to let go. It's time to refocus. It's time to stop dwelling on those things. We have to refocus. So what is it that you need refocusing in? What's in your ministry that needs some refocus? Maybe there's some ministries that you've been doing that just aren't as effective as they used to be. And it's because the past, in the past, they were great. They were heroic. They were powerful. But now they've lost something. Maybe they've changed hands in leadership and what was once passionate for someone isn't as passionate for somebody else. We need to refocus some of the things that we do and why we do them. And this is a great time of year where ministries can do that, where ministry leaders can lead forward. And even when it's hard and may it feel like it may feel like it's an unpopular thing, but make a decision to stop something that you've been doing for a long time because it's not as effective as it could be. It takes too much time and talent and treasure for not enough return for the kingdom. So what can be refocused? Maybe you need to change your model up and how you're doing ministry. Some of us are still doing ministry models and forcing ministry models that are pre-pandemic, but they also were pre-1980 or 1970 even. Some of you haven't even been in ministry that long, and you don't know what I'm talking about, but maybe we need a model shift. Maybe for a season, we change everything up and do it differently to get some refocus. Why not is a great question to ask. Why not try this for a season? Let's test it. Let's see if it works. If it fails and it fails spectacularly, well, then we've learned how to fail spectacularly. But don't be afraid of trying something new. Let it spring up. So refocus. And then what do we need to release? 
what do we need to stop doing? Maybe you as a leader need to let go of some things. Maybe you've believed the lie the enemy is telling you that only you can do these things. You know what? You're not created to do everything. You have a narrow zone of genius, as it's called, where there are things that you can only do. Once somebody researched this once and said, described it as your 5%, that there's 5% that you are uniquely wired and created to do. But everything else with some training and time and mentorship can be given away. So what is it that you love doing? What are you gifted at that nobody else is gifted at? on your team and then find people that can handle the things that you're not as good at and let it be their strength. It's a great way to recruit is to find people that can do things better than you do in certain things and let them have it and let them do it better than you. You release it. You, you put it there and, and watch what God can do. See, when he says, see, I am doing a new thing, it means that sometimes we just have to stand still and watch God work instead of getting in his way and trying to make it work, try to force things to happen. Sometimes we just need to let go and let God. So if you want to see God do something amazing in 22, you got to release control, release expectations. And I know that's hard when you have a senior leader that's expecting big things and wanting great things. Well, maybe you need to have a conversation of what needs to be released with your senior leader. Pray over it. Think about it. Now, I know some some people are living in fear of that (laughs) because you know that if you do go to your leader and talk about that, that that could be costly. Well, use discernment. And if you need some help, please reach out. I would love to talk through. I've worked with some leaders that Yeah, I know I would have really struggled to talk about some of these things with. I had others that were fantastic about me coming to them because I had a plan of what I was going to release and what I was going to pick up. But what do you need to release? Maybe there's some fear of man instead of fear of God. Maybe there's a fear of failure or a fear of being an imposter and and not a good enough leader. Maybe you feel like you're too much of an introvert to be a great recruiter. I know people like that. Well, Tom, you're an extrovert. It's easy for you to recruit. No, actually it's not. But I've learned and I've grown and I've pushed myself because I wanted to be a better recruiter. Everyone can recruit well. Just need to release it to God and let him do it. Know what you're recalling them to and asking them to do. And when you have a plan and you stick to it, it's amazing what God does when you release it to him. And let him do the recruiting for you. You just be faithful. So what do you have to release? What must be let go of this year for you to be at your very best, to stay in a healthy, godly, sustainable pace? What needs to be released so that you don't cheat your family, cheat your days off? If you want to see God do great things in 22, you have to be in a great place too as a leader. So I want to encourage you, my friends, that if you don't feel like you're in a good place right now, what do you need to do to get yourself there? Do you need someone to walk with? Do you need to take a break? Do you need to reestablish some priorities and boundaries? Do you need to release some things? Do you need to start some things personally 
that will help you get to a better place. Lastly, what do we want to restart or start? You see, the scripture says there, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. God says, I'm going to start producing things in the desert that you would never believe. I'm going to create streams in a wasteland. You know, sometimes our ministries right now feel like a wasteland. People haven't come back like we thought they would, or sometimes some of us are in lockdown even more. Uh, and it's like, how do we start? What do we do? How do we connect? How do we engage? Well, ask God, where are you going to make the stream, Father? What, what way are you making in the desert? Because it feels like a desert right now. What can you grow in 2022 that you've never grown before? Ask you and your, ask your team, ask yourself and ask your team, what have we never tried before because we were afraid of failing or we didn't have enough resources or volunteers? In fact, it's a big question, but what would you do if money and talent, volunteers, all of that was in great supply? What would you do? What would be different in your ministry in the next year if, if time, talent, and treasure was not an object, was not a barrier. And then ask yourselves, why not? You don't have to have all the resources in place to start something new. You just may have to scale it a little differently. You may have to start a little smaller. A lot of us want to start at the perfections point. <laughs> and you know what? Perfection's the enemy of getting things done. I'm an overthinker. Are you? I overthink things sometimes, and I want everything to be perfect before I launch things. I, I, I've held back myself. I've learned that a lot in the last two years, how much I've held back. Uh, some of you may know or, or may not know, but if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that I, I just recently released a book, Valleys Over Mountains, a, a guide through the hard seasons. It's just a small book. But that was a big deal for me because I had been working on that book for several years, really kind of dragging my feet, had started another book, and that book will be coming hopefully soon. <laughs> um, I, I made excuses of why I couldn't release it and why I couldn't release it and why I couldn't release it. Well, I my word for last year in 2021, well, actually I had two words of the year, if you do that kind of thing. And my first word was finish. My second word was focus. I had to focus and I had to finish and I had to finish to focus. <laughs> Both the works, words worked together for me because I knew I had to have a laser-like focus to get finished. And I wanted to get finished so bad that I had to focus. And I knew that people needed to hear about the message of hope on the other side of the hard seasons. If you're having a hard season, I'd encourage you to go check out Amazon and you can get it in Kindle or you can get it in paperback. Uh, if you're coming to the Children's Pastors Conference, I will have fresh copies right there. I'd love to sign one for you. Uh, but listen, my friends, we have to not be afraid to start or to restart things. 
There may be things you did in the past that worked great. Maybe you just need some tweaking, some changing up, some new paint, so to speak, to launch that. I want to encourage you to look in and say, God, what do you want to do in 2022? And then help us to boldly watch what you do. But let's be faithful. Let's forget what's past. Let's move beyond it. Let's see God do new things. Let's watch things spring up so that we see more and more people coming to Jesus in 2022. That's what I want to see. I want to see praise reports popping up all over in the Facebook groups of leaders who are watching God bring a harvest. We don't know when Jesus is going to return, but it sure feels like it's getting close. And I know people have been saying that for many, many years, but boy, as crazy as our world feels, it does feel like it's close. Why do we want to risk waiting till it gets too close? Then it might be too late to share Jesus. So maybe one of the new things you're going to do this year is commit to showing Jesus to the kids more often. You're going to give them opportunity to hear about Jesus. You're going to help parents tell their kids the story, the gospel story, and to communicate it. You're going to help them understand how to do it. Whatever it is, I hope that you'll be bold. Let me tell you a couple of things that, that I, I want to offer you to help. First, if, you, if you're stuck, if you're struggling as a leader, truly one of the best things you can do is go get a coach. Now, yes, I offer coaching. Full disclosure, I am the KMC coach, and I would love an opportunity to work with you. I would be honored to be your coach. I would be honored to walk beside you. It's really more mentoring and coaching. It's a combination. I'm a hybrid. I'm unique, I guess, because I build the program. I build the journey, as I like to call them, around you and what you want, what you're dreaming of. I'll even meet with your senior leader to talk with them about it and how we can work together to achieve goals and uh, to get expectations met. I want to help leaders stay in their positions for a long haul. So if I can be of service to you, my rates are very affordable and I will work with pretty much anybody that can afford to invest in themselves and is willing to invest in themselves, but I don't give it away because I, you have to invest. You have to believe that it's worth it to you. So kmccoach.net is a place that you can go to sign up and find out about our coaching opportunities. We have some group opportunities that are going to be launching in February and in March. So if you're interested in a group where it's a lot more affordable and you're in with a group of leaders so you can connect and engage, it's going to be a blast. Uh, check it out. If you want one-on-one -on -one coaching because you really want focused attention, which is really the best way to go, um, I would be honored if you would check it out. You can schedule a free call and I would be happy to talk to you. If you're hurting, if you're broken, Maybe you lost a position or you're afraid you're going to lose a position, or maybe you're thinking about walking away. Maybe you're just overwhelmed and tired and you just don't know how to get off the spinning wheel. I've been there. I've been that feeling where I'm all alone and I just don't know where to safely turn. 
Well, that's where restoringleaders.org comes in because Restoring Leaders offers that one-on-one mentorship. We also are offering some four-day retreats. We have some retreats that will be starting in February, in March, and April uh, around the country. Uh, it'll be some in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Florida, potentially South Carolina. And we're looking for some West Coast options, more Midwest and out West. But if you'd be interested, go to restoringleaders.org for that. Enough of the commercials. Now, as I wrap up, let me tell you some exciting things that we're going to do in the Kid Ministry Collective. We are launching a brand new thing, and we'll be putting a sign up in the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. But we have what we're calling KMC Conversations. We want to feature you. We want to have you either on this podcast or we're going to be doing some Facebook lives in the group uh, once or twice a month, depending on how, how interest goes. But we want to take like 30 minutes and get to know you. Have you share about what you're doing and what's unique to your ministry. What have you been learning? What's God been doing in 22 for you? We would love to have leaders sign up like crazy and fill the slot. So there will be uh, a document posted in the Facebook group soon. Uh, that you'll watch for the KMC Conversations logo. And we would love to have you join me or maybe even Ron Brooks uh, on uh, for a conversation um, to do that. We're also going to do some fun episodes of what we call KMC Cribs. Now, for those of you that are a little older, you remember uh, there used to be a show uh, on on, uh, one of the video music channels where they talked about cribs or their their houses. Well, we're not coming to your house, but what we would love to do is see your ministry. And we think it'd be fun to have children's ministry leaders all over, regardless of the size of church, regardless of how fancy or unfancy you think you are. We would love to have you record a short little five minute or less video of your facility. And we can explain to you what we're looking for and how we want it recorded. But we would love for people to share their facilities with each other, to share ideas of what it looks like and how you do you and how you do your ministry, because it might just inspire somebody to do a new thing in 22. So we are super excited about KMC Conversations, KMC Cribs. It's going to be a blast. We can't wait to have that. We're also bringing our KMC Boot Camps back. KMC Boot Camp will be uh, a three or four week uh challenge uh, or kind of a webinar series um, that you can get in and grow your leadership. We're going to be talking about crushing overwhelm and knocking out your kryptonite. Uh, Every leader has some kryptonite that holds them back. We're going to talk about how do you know what your kryptonite is and how do you beat it down? We're going to talk about volunteers in the pandemic world. We're going to talk about uh, keeping your soul fed. We're going to talk about task management versus time management and different systems and have people share about those kind of things. We're going to interview different leaders in these webinars and give you great resources. And so be watching for the KMC Bootcamp logo and the information that's coming because we would love to have you be a part of it. All of it will be very low cost. Most of it's going to be donation-based because we want you to pay what you can afford to do um, because we, again, believe if you invest, you'll do it. Uh, when you sign up for free webinars, how many of you watch them actually? <laughs> Even the replay. Yeah, you don't, be honest, because most of the time we don't. 
but that's okay. We're going to ask you to invest in it and then we'll send you the, the webinar uh, replay and all that stuff. You'll get all the notes. It's going to be a blast, man. Uh, my friends, I'm excited for 22. I believe God is going to do a new thing. I believe God is going to do some amazing things with every member of the Kid Ministry Collective. I can't wait to see this Facebook grew, grow. Can't wait to see this podcast grow. We are creeping up on 100,000 downloads. That's exciting. So, well, if you've listened to me this far, thank you. Um, I hope that you'll comment in the Facebook group. Let me know topics that you'd like to hear this year, uh, people that you would like to have interviewed. Um, I am always open and looking for people that I would like to have on the podcast that you would like to have on the podcast. So please share with me. I would love to hear from you. So again, thank you for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. Let's make the new year something amazing. What will you see God do new in 22? Thanks for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. God bless you. Stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.